coming up on this Expect a Miracle podcast. What do you do when the hits the fan? (laughs) You don't want to miss it. Stay tuned. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Expect a Miracle with Richard Roberts podcast. So glad you could join me today. I'm flying solo today. It's just me and also you and also the power of God. And I'll tell you what, that's a majority in your life. People often ask me the question, how did you get involved in the healing ministry? Well, of course, most of you I'm sure know that I'm the son of Earl Roberts, who probably laid hands on more people in prayer than anyone who's ever lived. And I grew up under that ministry, not really having a desire for the healing ministry. I wanted to be a a nightclub entertainer, and I'm not going to take the time to give my whole testimony. But when I was 19, I gave my heart to the Lord, and my father began to prophesy over me. And he prophesied the healing ministry in my life, and it bore witness with my spirit. It didn't come immediately. And many times when a prophetic word comes, when God speaks, it It doesn't happen instantaneously. There is a a maturing time, and I certainly needed a maturing time. I was just 19. I wasn't fully grown up yet, and I needed that maturing time, so some years passed. Uh, Then later in the 1970s, God gave another prophetic word over me, and it happened on live television through a very wonderful prophet. And that prophetic word was even... Uh, more of a confirmation of what my father had prophesied when I was 19. By this time, I was in, I was, I was 30, I guess I was 27, 28. And that prophetic word was more specific, but it also bore witness with my spirit. And that was that God was giving me a different kind of healing ministry. Not better, not worse, just different. That the word of knowledge ministry was going to be strong in my life. That I would not lay hands on people the way my father had done, but primarily it would be a word of knowledge ministry. Well, what's a word of knowledge? Well, a word of knowledge is one of the 12 gifts of the Holy Spirit that the Apostle Paul outlines in 1 Corinthians chapter 12. Now you can read those gifts for yourself in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, the word of wisdom, the word of knowledge, the gift of faith, the gift of prophecy, the gift of the discerning of spirits, the working of miracles, the gifts of healing, uh, the gift of tongues, the gift of interpretation of tongues. There are nine of them. You can read about them there in, in that passage. And the Lord, through that prophetic word, showed me that it was going to be a word of knowledge ministry. And a word of knowledge ministry is supernatural information that comes from God that a person like me delivers. And you've seen me many times on television and in services and here on the podcast even, stopping and giving a word of knowledge because I heard something specific from God. And every time I do, somebody gets healed. Well, uh, that uh, bore witness with my spirit, but still there were a couple of years that went by before it actually began happening. Lindsay and I were married by that time, and the, the power of God began to flow through me. And the prophetic word was that the power would come through my chest and through my voice. My father had prophesied back when I was 19 that I would be on television much more than he was, and I would not have the opportunity to lay hands on people. He also said I would be in great crusades around the earth, much bigger than his crusades, and I wouldn't have the opportunity to lay hands on people because there would be so many, and that God was going to use me in a different way. Well, his prophetic word came to pass. The the prophetic word that came in the late 70s has come to pass. And now it's stronger than ever. This phenomenal power that flows, it's not me. It's not my power. 
It's God's power. But when I pray, okay, when I pray, the power of God comes through my chest and through my voice, and people get healed. Now, as I said, it's not me. It's not my power. It's God's power. But it flows, and it's flowing right now. And I thank God for it. I just, I felt in my heart I should, I should talk about that a little bit today and then talk about you and what you're going through. Uh, people today are facing all kinds of things. Uh, this pandemic that we've had for, what, a year and a half now and, and now all the different variants and there's so much fear and there's so much worry and there, there's, there's so much concern and, and I'm getting prayer requests all the time of people say, I, I don't have the peace of God, I need peace. And people need prayer, people need healing. Just last night, I got uh, phone calls from, from people that I know across the country who are in the hospital with COVID. And, and one, particularly last night, was in a medically induced coma and talking with his wife about, about praying for him to, to be healed and to come out of the coma. He had beaten cancer some years ago, but now COVID had gotten on him. And this is happening all over the country. And there's, there's a concern, and there's a, there's a concern politically and what's, what's, what's going on in our country and whether or not we're going the direction we need to go or not. And, and so many things are going on. And then we look at what's happening around the world. Look what's happening, what happened in, in, in Afghanistan and the pullout. And it's not a question of who you voted for. No, it's a question of which way is our country going? <laughs> and, 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 and people don't know what to do. And, and when people don't know what to do, they turn to God, but they don't exactly know what to do. Somehow they expect God to do it all. And, and so I got three questions for you today, okay? Number one, what do you do when the hits the fan? <laughs> okay, I'll just, I'll just say it that way. Number two, how is your beggar's faith working out? And number three, what's grace and faith got to do with it? <laughs> you say, well, Richard, that's, that's off the wall. Where'd you come up with that? <laughs> what do you do when... Okay. Well, Jesus said, it's critical that you hear this. Jesus said in John 16, in this world, that's where we are, in this world you will have tribulation. Now what's tribulation? Tribulation is trouble. Well, we got trouble. <laughs> what's that old musical? We got trouble right here in River City uh, from the music man. We've got, we've got trouble. But Jesus said, take heart. I have overcome the world. Now, what does that mean? It means that God has not fallen off the throne. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Listen, storms will come and storms will go. Problems will come. Problems will go. You win some and you lose some. Here we are in a baseball season. I was watching a baseball game on TV last night, and they were talking about heroes who bat 300. Well, the batting average is 300, but you realize that a guy who bats 300 in baseball means that he failed seven out of 10 times. He was only successful three out of 10 times. He had three hits out of every 10 times at bat, okay? We talk about a national hero batting 300. Well, it means he failed seven out of 10 times. Uh, I read a story once about Babe Ruth, and Babe Ruth believed that for every two times he struck out, he was due a home run. He had an attitude that he was going to hit home runs. 
And he did not allow the two times that he struck out to defeat his attitude that the next time up he was going to have a home run. Now that's the kind of attitude that I have. And I believe that's the kind of attitude that you need to have, especially with what we're facing that's going on in the world today. Now, some Christians have what I call beggar's faith. They're begging God. Begging God, God, I need you to come into this situation. God, I need you to do this. God, I need you to do that. God, I'm, I'm waiting on you. I'm, I'm here. I'm waiting, God. I'm begging you, God. I'm down on my knees. I'm, I'm calling all my friends and, and, and partners to pray with me. And I'm, I'm begging God. I'm begging God. And they talk about God's grace. And they talk about God's faith, which uh, we were born with, okay? Well, what is grace? And what is faith? Well, simply put, grace is what God did, and faith is what you and I do. Grace is what God did, and faith is what you and I do. It was God's grace and His love, and grace means unmerited favor. It was God's grace that caused Him to love you and love me so much that He made His love an act of His giving by sowing the seed of His Son on Calvary. That Jesus went to the cross to take on not only our sin and shame and provide forgiveness, but also to take 39 stripes on His back that we might be healed, whole, and well. Jesus did a complete job. He said, it is finished. The work was done. He didn't come down halfway, halfway and say, I wonder if this is enough. No, he took on your sin and mine and forgave us. And also he took on every sickness and every disease known to mankind. He paid the price once and for all. Now that's God's grace. The work was done. And here we are, we're trying to get God to move. Instead of using our faith and tapping into what God has already done. Let me tell you, friend, Jesus isn't going to the cross again. He isn't going to take the stripes on his back again. That work is finished. That's a part of God's grace. Now we must use our faith to tap into that. And instead of sitting around begging God, God, come, God, I'm begging you to heal me. God, I'm begging you to save my brother. God, I'm begging you to save my sister. God, I'm begging you to change what's happening in, in Washington. I'm begging you to, instead of begging God, instead of having what I call a beggar's faith, realize that God has done his part. Now you and I must use our faith to believe for what he has done to be manifested in our lives. Now, this ties back in to what I was talking about at the beginning of this podcast. When you hear someone like me give a word of knowledge, that's God's grace in action. That's a confirmation of what God has already done. What you must do is take your faith and use it to believe that that word is for you. Instead of running around pleading and begging God, thank Him for what He has already done and tap 
into it with your faith. Well, Richard, how do I tap into it with my faith? Well, you release your faith. When you hear a word that resonates in your spirit that you know is from God, someone like me gives a word of knowledge and you know that, uh, that I hear from God, that I, I've, I've got a, a communication system with God, and you hear me give a word of knowledge and you know it's coming from God, you say, okay, God, I receive that for me. I take that. I, I take my faith. I use it. I believe you. I release my faith and I expect a miracle. So if you've been using beggar's faith, if you've been begging God, if you've been pleading with God, it's time to stop that. God has done his part. Now it's time for you and for me to do our part. God's grace is what he's already done. Faith is what we do. Let me say that again. Grace is God doing his part, which he's already done. And faith is what he's put in every one of us to believe with. And I'm setting my faith with you right now. I know that God loves you. I know he loves me because the word of God says so. I know that he's provided salvation. He's provided healing. He said uh, uh, in 1 Peter 2.24, we were healed. We were healed by the stripes on Jesus' back. He provided salvation and healing. And now we got to tap into it. So, Father, right now, I'm praying everyone watching this podcast will tap into this prayer and tap into what God has already done and stop begging God and release your faith and believe him for the miracle that you need. Father, in the name of Jesus, I set my faith with everyone watching this podcast. I thank you that you have done a work complete. Now, by my faith and by the Holy Spirit, I tap in to what you have already done, and I call it into my life. I call forth that which is not as though it is, and I believe God for you. Father, I'm believing it for my own body. I'm believing it for my family. I'm believing it for our ministry. I'm believing it for everyone watching this podcast. And that's the kind of prayer I want you to be praying right now. And in the authority of Jesus' name, I seal this for your healing. And I send that word to you in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. <laughs> Praise God. You know, I've enjoyed doing these podcasts so much. Um, it was Stephen Strang of Charisma that asked me if I would be interested in doing a weekly podcast on Charisma. And it's on our network as well, but it got started through Stephen Strang. And I'm grateful. Sometimes I have guests. Sometimes I fly solo like I'm doing today. But most of all, I want to have an impact for God upon your life. And if you know someone uh, who needs this podcast, tell them uh, to, to look it up, find it, and watch it. I pray and believe that it is a blessing to you and will be to them in the authority of Jesus' name. I'm Richard Roberts, and I will see you next time on the Expect a Miracle podcast. Text giving is now available. It's as simple as taking out your mobile phone and opening your text app. If you're in the USA, text RRM to 833-881-6442. Then just follow the prompts. Now, if you're in Canada, text RRM Canada to 77977. That's RRM to 833-881-6442 in the USA and RRM Canada 
to 77977 if you're in Canada. And we'll put the numbers in the show notes for easy reference. Your generosity makes a difference. <laughs>